It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day to be in a Popkin. It's a great day to be in a Popkin Blue Darter. It's Friday, so that means we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Apopka, right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, also known and better known as Highway 441 in the heart of town. Have a great show for you. Of course, school will be starting on Monday. That means the entire complement of Blue Darter Fall Athletics will be getting underway. Football is already underway. We've been keeping up to date on that. Football practice started last week. And we'll be talking heavily about football today. But we're very pleased to have a special guest joining us on the show today. And that's the, the new Apopka Blue Daughter Athletic Director. And why, when I say new, qualify that a little bit. He's new as the athletic director. He's certainly not new to Apopka High School. In fact, he's an alumni. And he's been a teacher and a coach at Apopka High School for many, many years. We're pleased to be joined by Coach Eddie Sanders, the new Apopka Athletic Director. Coach, congratulations Thanks. on your new position and for join- and thank you for joining us today. Yeah, real excited about being here, real excited about the new challenge, being the Athletic Director after being the assistant for so long. So it's um, been a real busy summer, and, and we're hitting the ground running this fall. Also pleased to be joined by Steve Schwartz. We have a celebrity guest today. Steve, come on over and say a couple words. Of course, Steve Schwartz, the unofficial Apopka Blue Darter um, historian, football historian, also the longtime PA announcer for Blue Darter Sports. Steve, great to see you. It's great to be back here in Central Florida. I'm looking forward to another great Apopka football season. This is a nice surprise to have you joining us today. And, Coach, I'd like to, you of course, get in and to talk about uh, you know some of the sport, the fall sports, especially football. I think primarily we'll be talking about football today, of course, with the preseason game just coming next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, and, of, and the regular season right around the corner. But I do want to have you share a little bit about your background with our listeners and, and just talk about the state of Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics as it stands right now from your perspective, taking over as the new athletic director. Now, of course, I just want to mention, too, that um, certainly isn't a new might not even be the right word because you've served as an assistant athletic director for, for many years as well in addition to your uh, duties as a coach and as a teacher so your uh, new is certainly not the right word when you talk about eddie sanders in apopka high school but can just first of all just tell us a little bit about about your background share it with, your, with our listeners please well i um, grew up in apopka my family lived here probably since right early 1970 um, actually grew up right across the street from apopka high school um, before there actually was an Apopka High School on the site. Um, just a couple, the McLeods live down the road, if you know that name. Of course, a lot of people do from Apopka. And uh, we're out in the middle of the woods, it seemed like, um, just a nursery across the street. And then comes Apopka High School on the current site. But um, so just been following Apopka High School athletics, going to the Apopka um, High School football games where they used to um, play up, I guess, kind of where the Fran Carlton Center is now. Our, um, so... I've um, just been a part of Apopka um, all my life and, um, of course, a graduate of Apopka High School in 1985 uh, with a lot of guys like Sammy Smith and Ken Elmore and those type guys. Um, just a lot of great memories there. Um, actually came to Apopka um, High School in, in 2000. 
And um, it was my, after 10 years of teaching, I taught two years at Apopka Middle School, actually, and um, eight years at Edgewater High School. And um, so this is year 20 at Apopka High School. And um, coached football for a few years and um, just continued on since then. And when you coached football, you were on the, who was the head coach? Uh, I came in um, during um, Coach Darlington's um, second um, season at Apopka. Started actually in the, in the um, spring of 2000. And then, um, you know, officially in the fall of 2000. So I um, coached with him the, um, the rest of the time he was at Apopka, I think three more years, and then continued for, I think, two years after that. And then um, kind of stepped away, and that's when I kind of picked up as the assistant athletic director after I stepped away from football. That's great. Thank you for sharing your background with us. And, um yeah, I'm sure it was an inter interesting experience coaching with Coach D, of course, in those early years. Uh, it, was, it was a great experience. I mean, um, especially in 2001, I mean, we knew we had a really solid, you know, potentially great team, you know, of, um, loaded with a bunch of seniors that year. And um, we knew, if, you know, we knew we had a chance. You know, we had a chance. And um, obviously after we got through the Edgewater playoff game that year in 2001 and um, kind of beat them in the – I guess the revenge game, we knew we had a real good chance now because we were going to play teams from down south who weren't familiar with our offense and probably would underestimate us a little bit, and that's exactly what happened. Well, let's go to Steve Swartz. And, Steve, what can you tell us, tell our listeners about, about this guy, Coach Eddie Sanders? Well, Coach Sanders is going to do a tremendous job as athletic director. I was very excited when he got named as AD, and I've been with Apopka High School Athletics for 28 years. This is my 19th year as the uh, voice of the Blue Darters for football, and I go into year 25 for baseball next mm -hmm. spring. So we're excited. It's going to be a great, I, in my heart, I think it's going to be a great school year for athletics at Apopka High School. Now, Coach Sanders, I'd like – now, can you share with us a little bit about why you applied and, and sought the position of, of athletic director? I know you, you, you were – I think you're already an assistant athletic director, but I know it's it's a hard job. I mean, that's there's no other way about it. I mean, it's a, a lot of details. I mean, you you know, you have, you know, encounters with, you know, par you know parents who are not always happy, <laughs> coaches, you know, uh, opponents. Uh, you got to deal with the, you know, the bureaucracy. You got to deal with – you know, just a, a lot of a lot of things, which I'm sure are, are certainly a, a headache, if you will. But we, what was it that led you to want to want to be the athletic director? Well, it's kind of been in my heart for a while to, um, you know, look for a new challenge. You know, um, after being in the classroom for, t you know, 29 years, you know, before this year, and um, so, you know, I decided to throw my name in the hat again, and. Um, this time I was fortunate enough and blessed enough to be selected. Um, it's a job that you have to be a multitasker for sure. There's a lot of things going on and you just have to be able to prioritize. Um, one thing I have going for me here at Apopka is, you know, not just the experience of already being at Apopka and knowing a, kind of the lay of the land a little bit and the coaches and the, but I just have a great um, staff with me and a support system with me in the athletic office with, you know, Mike McWithy. Um, and Ken Keister and David Catron um, is coming on board this year. So, um, I mean, they're invaluable. The experience they have, the knowledge they have, and the skills they have, it'd be hard to do the job without them. There's so much to do. And can you share what were some of the other sports that you've coached at Apopka? Uh, well, besides um, coaching football on all three levels at Apopka, um, I also um, coached softball with Mike McWithy for several years. Um, I coached uh, boys volleyball with Jamie Lillithorpe for probably about 10 years. 
Um, recently, I've been an assistant swim coach with um, Jerry Russell. And um, for the last four years, I was actually the head boys and girls tennis coach. So um, that's one thing I've always thought. Of. I mean, I've kind of coached what a lot of people would think were, you know, major sports. I mean, with football and things like that. But I've also coached girls sports. I've coached boys sports on different levels. So I think I got a well-rounded. I'm not just geared for one certain sport or that's where my background is. Um, all sports, you know, are equally important. And um, we value all the student athletes and the coaches that we have um, at Apopka. And um, I'm going to do my best job to promote them all and um, give them all the best opportunity to be successful on and off the field. Great background and a great varied background for the service, the position of athletic director at Apopka High School. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Eddie Sanders. He's the Apopka Athletic Director. He has a long history, as we're hearing, with Apopka High School as a teacher, as a coach, and even as a student and an alumni going way back in the day. We're also pleased to be joined. Of course, Joe Ferraro is here, and we're also pleased to be joined by Steve Schwartz on the program today. And Steve, can you share? You've observed that uh, Sanders as a teacher and as a coach. Uh, you know, what are some of the things you think we, we, we should know oh, he's got about his background there? Coach Sanders coach. has great leadership. Uh, I couldn't be more happier than him being in the position as athletic director. I mean, there's a lot of improvements I saw when I came to Roger Williams Field. I, you know, we got some track stuff going on and th this and that, and and it's, it's exciting that a new school year is rolling around. And as Apopka prepares to go to Miami next weekend to take on Booker T, I mean, that's a good test for the Blue Darters. So that's should be a good good year for Apopka football in the Apopka athletic department. And, of course, I think one of the interesting things um, and certainly people are, are interested in and curious about is we have uh, Coach Sanders taking over as our, our new athletic director and um, also a new head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. And can you um, tell us a little bit about Coach Rolson? I'll tell you what, one thing about Coach Rolson, before you even talk about him as a coach, is you, you talk about him as a, as a person. Um, so... Um, I mean, Jeff is just a quality individual. He's a, a quality man. Um, he's going to be a great leader of our young men in our football program. I mean, obviously, he knows his football. I mean, he's proven that on, you know, a lot of different places and, you know, with state championships and, and such. But um, we're just, you know, really just so happy. I mean, obviously, I wasn't part of the – the um, the team that hired Coach Rolson, you know, it came before I officially stepped in, but um, I couldn't be happier to have him as our football coach at Apopka. He would have been your pick. I certainly would have been hard to find somebody better than him, that's for sure. I mean, he absolutely is a, a great man. A lot and of character. One thing I want to emphasize, too, you know, because we have, you know, certainly we have various people with diff um, banks of knowledge listening. And, of course, a lot of our listeners are know virtually everything there is to know about Apopka High School and Apopka Athletics and history and tradition. Uh, others, you know, have, you know, aren't, aren't that, you know, plugged in. So, um, but, but, yeah, I think it's... Um, I think it's I think, personally. I think it's a big plus that Coach Rolson and Coach Sanders have a long, successful history as as Blue Darters, and certainly both of those men, and especially Coach Sanders, have a have a you know strong passion for for being a Popka Blue Darter. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, I co coached with um, you know Jeff those three years that um, you know that before they went to Valdosta, 
Um, so, you know, it just gives you a background. I mean, you, you know him because you, when you coach football, and really with any sport, but, you know, the time that you spend together as coaches and, you know, on the field and off the field and together with families and things like that, um, you know, gosh, what a, what a guy to have lead your program, you know. Well, we're going to go to break in a couple of minutes. In fact, why don't we take the break early? Um, and because I do want to talk about the foot, you know, quite a bit about football. Um, you know, it'll be a new look, a new head coach, Coach Rolson. Uh, a lot of new teams on the schedule, a new district. I mean, new teams in the district, if you will. Uh, different has uh, uh, some of the older teams remain. We have some new ones, including Lake Brantley. They're back on the schedule. Uh, and of course, uh, a, you know, a game that's gotten a lot of, getting a lot of attention around the state of Florida, and that is our preseason game, uh, preseason classic against Booker T. Washington of my. Miami, and we're going down to Miami to play that game next Saturday, not tomorrow, the week after tomorrow, and I want to talk a lot about that. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joe Ferraro is here with me, and of course, we are at Porky's. We're on the front porch. In fact, the front porch is already filling up. People obviously have the word that Fridays, Porky's is the perfect place to start your weekend off just right. Lunch at Porky's. We're pleased to be joined. Joe and I are pleased to be joined by Apopka's brand new athletic director. He has a long history with Apopka as a, an assistant coach, as a head coach of a certain, most recently the tennis team, as a teacher, and as an alum. He attended Apopka High School. He's a proud Blue Darter, Coach Eddie Sanders. Also, we have a, our celebrity guest today, our surprise celebrity guest, Steve Sweet Schwartz, is joining us. I was us. driving by, and I saw you all set up. I said, well, you know what? I need to come by Porky's and say hi. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. It's great to have you here. And uh, you thank you for your kind comments about the program last week, uh, the, the Kirklands. Yeah, the Apopka baseball program last week. I was listening to it when I was driving in my car. And history of Apopka baseball, what you guys were talking about, and now you're talking about Coach Wise and this, and I'm like, and when you were talking about Derek and uh, Daryl pitching and catching, and I said, I remember that game. You know, I get, I've been I'm been there for 25 years. Yeah, I remember when they were pitching and catching that game. Yeah, huge game versus yes, it uh, was uh, Dr. Phillips. Yes. And um, it was a really a joy. You know, Johnny Crookland and I played Little League together. In fact, we were part of the very first officially sanctioned Little League team that Apopka ever had in 1968. And uh, as we talked about, we were rivals. I was on the Cardinals. He was on the Yankees. Our last season, we we had the two best teams in the league and, you know, brought back a lot of memories. And it's been great to follow Johnny's progress and the impact that he's made. He went on, as we heard last week, to coach Little League for many years in youth sports and at a very high level, winning championships and state championships and you know the rivalries is uh, coaching against chip gurkey and yep. and other uh, you know intense people it, it, that just it was, gave a lot of insight into kind of like the cauldron that is a popka youth sports and uh, you know how these kids really you know re- really get um you know, you know indoctrinated is not exactly the right word but but they learn in a very competitive environment coming up yeah and when you talk about jug anderson last week and yeah, he you know, was Donnie's co- coach yeah, in the league. And he had, I believe, when they put the baseball lights up in 1985, when, and I got pictures of that. 
And I believe when they built Jay Barnes Field, Jug had a lot to do to help out and, you know, get everybody organized and things like that. Because, you know, before they built Jay Barnes Field, you guys were playing at Edwards Field over there, which is no longer standing here in Apopka. But, I mean, the tradition of Apopka baseball was just what you all described last week was just great. And, of course, Jug Anderson has a huge legacy. You know, he back in the er – 32 and the 40, 34 teams, which were Apopka's first teams to go to the state tournament. Uh, he was a he was a key pitcher on those teams and actually made it all the way up to AAA. Probably, you know, and it, it, certainly when we were coming along, I would say arguably or you know Apopka's greatest baseball player was, was Jug Anderson. Yeah, in 32 they went to the Final Four Apopka baseball 1979. 34. Uh, 34, and also 2003 and 1997. That was five trips to the state tournament for Apopka baseball. But, um, but uh, it goes all the way back to Coach Jug Anderson in the early 30s. Mm. And, I mean, and, of course, he influenced Donnie Kirkland, and who's influenced other generations, and now his sons are, are influencing you know, younger kids coming up. It's, it's an amazing story, but yeah, glad you were listening, and thank you for your kind comments. Now let's go back to Coach Eddie Sanders. And, Coach, you, you know, we've got a, we have a big road game. It's the preseason. Classic, it's called. It's a preseason game, so it's not an officially game that'll count on the regular season. I always want to emphasize that. But uh, for people that follow high school football closely, it, it's a really big deal across the state. We'll be playing State Power Booker T. Washington of Miami. And just tell us about some of the details and, and, and what's, what's going on with that game. Um, well, one thing I want to make sure I mention because um, I just found out the other day that they um, decided to move up the starting time of the game because this is part of a double header. Um, so our game has been moved to four o'clock. Um, so we'll be an earlier start time, which, you know, may help us. I mean, because we're traveling back uh, Saturday night anyway. But um, just to make sure, because I know the time has been, um, you know, kind of advertised at a later time. So don't don't I don't want you to get down there at halftime and wonder what the heck's going on. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big deal. Even as a preseason game, I mean, um, you know, just like when we went went to um, play Burns a few years ago. I mean, that was officially a preseason game, but um, it's a big deal. And you know, obviously, I mean, it doesn't count on your win and loss record, but. Um, you know, but they're still keeping score, so Dragon we're going to go out there and do our do our best to put on a good showing and, um, you know, see what we got going this year. And they're certainly a, a, a powerhouse. They have Absolutely. had uh, numerous state championships. They had four in a row between 2012 and 2016. And, of course, in 2013, USA to they declared, declared them the, the best football team in, in, the, in the country. Uh, so, I mean, that, that shows a little bit about the reputation these yeah, guys Yeah, there's have. absolutely going to be some good football on the field between the, in the two games that afternoon. And, of course, uh, as everybody knows that follows football, uh, even, even casually, uh, Miami is just a, a hotbed for, for talent and, and for great teams. So, anyway, it's a very interesting game. Can you tell, can you tell us a little bit, and I know this is before you became AT, but um, how, how did this whole game come about? Because people are asking me and, you know, uh, you know um, people are curious. As yeah. to, how do we wind up going down to Miami? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, you know, maybe know all the details from the um, initial um, but I do know um, that it's sponsored by the Andre Johnson Foundation, who, of course, is a former Miami um, Hurricane player and played with the Houston Texans. So um, they've decided to um, – this is first annual, so hopefully they'll you know, obviously continue. But um, everything's kind of sponsored through them. So um, what's nice is, is that, um, you know, we were in, contacted, invited, see if we were interested in playing, and, and um, the foundation, you know, picks up the costs. So, um, you know, 
we're on, we're not on the hook as as a school or whatever for the cost of this trip. Um, you know, the foundation picks it up, so it's a great opportunity for us to kind of kick off the season and um, kind of showcase our players and our program, you know, on a, on a level that's going to get the attention of other schools. Dale, what can you uh, tell us about the Miami Booker T. Washington? Um, I haven't heard too much about them besides the fact that, you know, they like, like a lot of the teams, they'll like to, you know, kind of get after you. Um, with their athletes are, you know, just about on every position, and you know, and they like to, um, you know, kind of put the ball in the air and and um, try to attack you with with their athletes. You know, your, their coach is a legendary figure down in, in Miami, and um, you know, last year they. Uh, were a little off, you know, their their traditional, uh, you know, championship ways. They were somewhere around five and six or six and five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because in the last Steve. couple of years, I mean, they were practically running 4A in classification, mm-hmm. winning state championships up here in the Citrus Bowl, Camping World Stadium, excuse me. And I got a chance to work a couple of those games where Booker T was playing. And I'm telling you, those guys are disciplined and fast. Mm-hmm. They throw the ball, like Coach Sanders says, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a good test for Popka. And I believe, and maybe Roger, you can figure this out, and maybe Coach Sanders can. I think this is the first time a Popka football has ever traveled to Miami to play in Miami at Traz Powell Stadium. You know, we've played Miami Northwestern 2001 in Tallahassee. We've hosted a lot of Miami schools. But I think this is the first time a Popka went that far south. And I think the last time far south was Manatee in the playoffs in 92. And then uh, Port St. Lucie, and we went down there. But I think this is the first time we went all that way down to play a football game. Yeah, I cannot think of another game where we went that far down offhand. And I've followed them every year for 40, 45 years. Very interesting. We'll ask John Perry when he gets here. We expect to be joined by John Perry a little bit later. And um, so, yeah, very interesting. Now, can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, what, what we could expect and I realize you're you're not you're not on the staff anymore, of course. But you know you you have more insight than than you know our typical you know average fan, average alumni. What can we expect from Coach Rolson? You know, one of the things about that, that John written John Perry's written a lot about, and you know Coach Rolson's talked about on our show is that on on the one hand, in terms of the continuity. Coach Rolson had a, it was a large part of building the program we have now. A lot of the core values of the program are, are things that were, were, he was you know, responsible for and had a, had a big hand in. Um, but also, he's a different personality than Coach Darlington. And, you know, Coach Darlington, as, as we know, did every, you know, he had a reason for doing every single thing that he did, and he did a lot of things differently than a lot of people do, um, including the offense. Um, what, what 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 can we expect to maybe to, to remain the same, and what would be things you think might change? Well, I think the one thing that's going to maintain and stay the same is just the core values. You know, the expectations from the players, uh, first off the field, you know, and then secondary on the field, and the accountability that they have to have. Um, you're not going to, you know, it's going to be a aberration if you win football games on a you know on a championship level without discipline. You know, and, um, you know, just, I mean, we saw that when we um, played Cypress Bay and the way the game ended and and having that interception. If your team's not disciplined to run to the ball, that guy never makes the interception. And who knows, they may kick a field goal, tie the game up, we may lose in overtime. You know, you don't know how the game's going to play out if he doesn't make that interception. And that was all from 
you know, practice, 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 run to the ball, run to the ball. Every play makes the interception an inch off the ground, wins the state championship. I think those core values are going to stay the same. You know, I think Jeff Jeff's his own person. He needs to be his own person. So, he, you know, he's going to do things, you know, maybe a little bit different. Um, but, you know, the core values, I mean, I don't think um, need to change or are going to change um, with the expectations. But, you know, I think you'll see some things maybe on the field a little different, especially on offense. Um, you know, I don't think we're not going to look like, you know, Booker T. Washington maybe throwing the ball all over the place. But um, we definitely got some skill guys that not only can run the ball, that can catch the ball and, um, you know, got a couple options at quarterback. So um, I think you'll see a little bit different, you know, may not be as drastic maybe as some people would like. But, you know, Apopka's, you know, I don't know that we are going to, you know, be spread it out and throw it every play. It'll be interesting to see how it how yeah. it unfolds. That's well, one thing that makes, def- makes for an interesting and, football and season. We definitely ex- the defense should be um, solid. You know, we got you know Jeff's Rick, of course, was a, was more of an offensive head coach. Um, you know, Jeff's going to be more of a defensive head coach. Um, so, I mean, I don't think yeah, ha- I don't think you have to worry about the um, the defensive side of the ball. Not only with the the coaching, and we have coaching you know, on the offense. And defensive side of the ball, high high quality coaches, but you know uh, I think with the defense, I mean uh, we got a, we got some players over there that I think are going to get after it. And returning a lot of talented, experienced players on, on the defensive side of the ball. And I agree with Coach Sanders. Uh, Coach Rawlson is one of the best defensive coaches I've ever been around in my 37 years of high school football. And I believe in 2001, 2012, and 2014, when Popka won the football state championships, uh, he was the defensive coordinator. And I believe he had a very big role in especially what Coach was saying about Cypress Bay. You know, when that interception happened in the end zone and we won the state championship, it was great coaching by Coach Rawlson and all those coaches on those programs that got us to that, that point. Yeah, Akeem Smith, Rakeem Smith. Oh, yes. That uh, very dramatic interception. Yeah, no, on the other hand, they did score 50 points that yeah. night. So. <laughs> So without an explosive offense, you're not going to win second. that game. This is the Apop- <laughs> this is the Apopka radio show. We don't we don't remember those type of no, things. No, we don't. Right? No, no, no. We just remember we won the game and the defensive play won the game. We kind of forget about those other half century. Points. But, but the bottom line is it's uh, going to be some changes, changes in the head coach, changes in the schedule, some yeah. new teams on the schedule, some old rivals return, such as Lake Brantley. Yeah, to welcome a, back, a, Lake Brantley. To a lesser extent, Lake Mary. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about all of it. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on 1520 WBCW once again. Well, Lake Brantley, Apopka, in history has given good crowds at the gates at, at, at those. No, oh, absolutely. Two, so that's going to be another great game where, where fans come out and see this year. And as long as more Ws. And Nels. Yeah, yeah really and hated to see Lake uh, Brantley homecoming. Away. Lake Brantley and it's homecoming. That's that, right. That, that Friday night too. So, well, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Apopka's brand new athletic director, Coach Eddie Sanders. Of course, as you're hearing, he has a long history as a Blue Darter, going back to his days as a student. Also, 20 plus years as a classroom teacher at Apopka High School, and 20 plus years as a coach at Apopka High School. We're hearing all about it. Right now on Blue Daughter Sports Central, we're also joined by Steve Swartz, and we look forward to being joined by John Perry a little bit later. So please stay with us from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. 
Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. And it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Daughter. We're glad you're joining us. Of course, we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Apopka. Joe Ferraro's here, and we're pleased to be joined by Apopka's brand new athletic director, Coach Eddie Sanders. And as we keep you know, qualifying, he's not brand new because he's an Apopka alumni. He has been a longtime assistant coach at Apopka. He's been a head coach of other sports at Apopka, and he's been a, a teacher for over 20 years at Apopka High School. But we're glad that he's joining us in his new position as the athletic director. Now, of course, he also served as assistant athletic director for many years as well. Steve Swartz is here, and now we're pleased to be joined by John Perry. John, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Well, thanks for having me, Roger. Thanks for having me, Rogers. It's good to, good to be here. Um, one good thing about the new, the new, uh, one good thing about the new uh, athletic director of Pop High School is much better looking than the, the formal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not yeah, going to touch. I'm not going to touch that one. Yeah, because I know. Well, I know what Russell listens to the shows. So. <laughs> well, then I will agree with you. <laughs> Anybody who's got eyeballs. Anyway, uh, no, it's good to be here, Roger. I appreciate it. Well, both of those guys were alumni, alumni, and longtime Blue Daughters. So Absolutely. it's uh, very happy that Coach Sanders is, is here representing that position. And um, well, John, I just you know, just love love to have you. You share anything you'd like to, or maybe ask you know anything of, of Coach Sanders you might like to. And of course, yeah. you guys know, got, know each other really of, well. He's got a lot of questions. Sometimes yeah. I'm not sure if I have the answers. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a, that's probably for an off-air discussion. Yeah, it, it is. It's just <laughs> stuff, details about my game. Uh, and so, anyway, I just. Finished. Taking uh, pictures of the Popka football team, uh, literally about a half hour ago, um, or you know, for for our special section that we put out in the Popka Chief, and uh, you know, things ran smoothly as they always do, and uh, you know, there's obviously a little different vibe with with uh, Jeff Rolson now as head coach, but it's all good and and, and very good, and and so anyway, just uh, you know, that that's one of those times where okay, you know, it's getting a little more real. Uh, that's a, one of those things that I do every year that, that makes it a little more real in terms of getting to football and getting to football season. So uh, certainly interesting and, 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 you know, looking forward to it. And I just uh, wish we were in part of the country where football season meant cooler weather. But uh, so we're, we're here in Central Florida. Well, one thing is um, now if I understand it, we're going to have a scrimmage uh, against Oviedo over at Lake Howell tomorrow. Can you give us the details yeah, on that? That's, uh, that's correct? Yes, uh, that's correct. At Lake Howell High School, Popka's playing Oviedo. So scheduled for 10:45. There's several of these. There are two quarters. Uh, one half of of scrimmage, uh, and and there'll be there's a handful of them. I don't know how many off the top of my head, but uh, I would imagine three, four, or five maybe. Uh, where they and it'll go for for a little while. So if you want to see some other teams get there a little earlier, stay a little later, that kind of thing. Um, they are asking a two dollar admission, from what uh, Coach Rolson told me, and um, you know it, it, this will really be good for for uh, the coaches and the players because uh, it's still a lot of brand new stuff, especially offensively. Uh, I listened while you know as I was on my way here and, and talking about the defense. Defense is Popka's defense is going to be fine. Uh, and and here's here's the deal: if nothing had changed and Rick Darlington was still the the head coach at Popka, the defense would still be very real. Uh, 
be very good. The offense, we would know pretty much what what it was, what it would be. Uh, so there is the difference in that, and it's not the fact that I'm expecting it to just drop off entirely. I'm just, it's just different. Uh, and so anyway, bottom line is defense is going to be good. Offense is, but the defense needs to be able to, because you don't do any really game planning for a situation like this. Uh, it's just get out there and play and, and what they line up in, they line up in. And, uh, you know, you're expecting the spread. And, and, you know, Oviedo's traditionally been pretty been pretty pass heavy. Uh, I believe, if I'm not correct, that quarterback from last year graduated. was a senior. And so. Anyway, so they'll be breaking a new quarterback, so they'll be have you know those kind of issues on on offense. Uh, Popka will have its own. Uh, you know, there'll be some learning curve on both sides of the ball with the kicking game. They're going to do kicking live, and uh, for people who are wondering what this is all about, it's what they call an officials scrimmage. That's a game officials, the refs as people call them, uh, and it's for especially for those who are inexperienced and and the new and inexperienced officials and uh, you know some of the old guys more experienced guys will will not act maybe or maybe not actually be out there calling but they'll be near they'll be on the field and and it's almost like a spring a spring practice kind of game for the the game officials and so but it allows the players to have two quarters of action and and the officials to have two quarters of live action to see and whether it's just the simple basic stuff that the the newbies need to learn or if it's it's other uh, more detailed things that some of the guys maybe have been calling for three or four or five years and they're just trying to sharpen their skills so it's a really good thing I you know it's 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 something that uh, you know the teams love and and the and the and the uh, the game officials need. Yeah, and then of course, yeah. Oviedo's a quality opponent too. Oh, absolutely. Team last year. Yeah. That, that should be a good test as yeah, well. Yeah, I know one thing that you're going to see a little different is. Um, and this will be something that will help tomorrow playing in the um, scrimmage is for the teams and officials is the way they're changing the um, play clock. Um, it's kind of more of a college-type play clock now than the traditional 25-second. Yeah, so 40-second. Um, so, so when, yeah. when the previous play is over, it's, as long as it's a live ball, when the previous play is over and, and pretty much right after the play is over, the I think it's the back judge. Uh, anyway, yeah, one of the officials judge, yes. yeah. will will look and see that you know everything's copacetic, nothing's weird. And, you know, there's not a scrap over here or injured player that kind of thing. As long as the ball is live, they'll they'll start 40 second countdown at that point, and that'll then and you know you've got 40 seconds from then. Used to be at 25 seconds when the ball was put in play. Uh, from the when, but the ball may be ten yards from where. Yeah. If it's a ten-yard run, it may the ball may still be ten yards, but you'll have. So in one sense, depending on the play, it could be a much longer, actually much longer time that you get to snap the ball. But other plays, it's going to be probably less. So it just depends. Uh, you have to stop the clock on on first downs, you know, out of bounds things. Those will still be traditional. Well, the, as far as I know. I know the out of bounds when it's those kind of plays and incomplete passes. Those will still be 25 second, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So it'll be a little, be a little bit different yeah. than what you've seen in the past, and especially if you have attended the college games. You'll you'll see a little bit more looking yeah, like that than. In, in the average casual fan in the stands, you know, who comes on Friday night because their kid goes to a pop high school, may not notice any difference unless they're a more of a, a traditional football fan. But, uh, you know, there's a couple other. I know they're the, the blindside block, uh, as they call it. Uh, there, there's an emphasis on that. 
the, the 40 second clock. I'm trying to think. Defenseless the defenseless player. Yeah, and that's all that's, those type of that's the type of thing. I'm talking yeah. what they call the blindside block. But you know, and it's not just blocking. But if you're hitting a guy, you know, who's I'll say yeah, as they call it, defenseless. That's going to be a tougher call because there's no TV replay like there is in college and, and pros, and they can't go back and look. So once they call it, it's called. Uh, so anyway, it's there. Are, there I'm not are some, thrilled about that development. Yeah, there's some nuance, nuance changes, uh, but uh, you know, the the biggest one probably from a, from a coaching playing standpoint will be the 42nd clock. Guys, you're listening to talking old. Excuse me, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central <laughs> with Roger Franklin Williams. We're speaking with athletic director Eddie Sanders, John Perry, Steve Schwartz, and Joe Ferraro is here as well. And uh, we got about three minutes for the next break why don't we go ahead and talk about the the new district and i'll just go to coach sanders and what are your thoughts about the the new district alignment and especially you know the new the new look of ours which will include mm-hmm. um you know lake brantley lake mary mm-hmm. we kind of exit exits because they drop down to seven you know to class 7a and we'll keep we'll continue to play them of course mm-hmm. but uh, they won't be a district phone anymore yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, just getting Lake Brantley back on the schedule after a few years off uh, is a nice thing. Um, Lake Mary, um, Evans stays on in, in our district. West Orange stays on in the district. And then Ocoee actually is now a district um, game, which is pretty exciting. My wife works at Ocoee, so we'll have a nice bet for that one, Principal sure. Laura Busey. Yes. Blue Daughter alumni, and, of course, her mothers and, and father are in Absolutely. So, I mean, it'll be nice. I mean, later in the season, I mean, we've got West Orange at home, Lake Brantley at home, Lake Mary at home, Wakaiva at home. So, um, and that's interesting too because I was just looking at the schedule, uh, you know, actually this morning, and it seems like a lot of our earlier games are on the road, uh, and it's good that we're going to have you know, the later season games mm-hmm. uh, in the, you know, at home. But it, for whatever that's worth, it's uh, you know, we'll have a new coach and he'll be going on the yeah, road a lot I, the first I, half of the season. Yeah, I've kind of joked joked a little bit with um, Coach Rolson. I said, hey, we got to have a good half, first half of the season now because um, all our home games are in the second half of the season. We got we got to fill these stands right, and we got the games to do it without a doubt. And I'm, Popka crowd's going to come out no matter what, really. But um, yeah, we got some great home games um, starting late September. You know, this is uh, might be something I'm, of interest only to me, but. You know, I, the Lake Brantley you know, series has always been a, a big deal to me. I mean, I actually played in the very first game. Um, it's been, in my opinion, one of the great rivalries in the country. You know, as you said, it's a packed house either way. The, the fields are literally about six miles apart. Um, the communities are so, you know, radically diverse and different in, in, in their makeup. It's just a wonderful natural rivalry. Um, do, you know, do you know have any insight into why that went away? Well, I think um, Lake Brantley just decided to maybe, I guess, take a break. 56 to 7 and 52 so. to nothing. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. That's, so. that's, that's pretty much what it was. Well, regardless of how we got it back, I'm, I'm glad it's back. And, it know, is. It, it's, it's, I mean, we, should, we really should be playing Lake Brantley each year. I mean, it's good for both schools. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of – beat them up a few times but um they beat us quite a few times too so Absolutely. it's not well, like well, they won like the first five or six in the, yeah, so. in the series yeah well, that, so. there was a lot of times where i mean you know there was those two years those last two years they played when it was 56 to 7 and 53 nothing and but the year before a popcorn 15 to 9 yeah with the I second mean, half with the second half yeah comeback. exactly and and i mean you know being what it is I, to me it's like 
all right, if I'm like Brantley, we just need to get better. You know, you know, Popka had some really good teams, but Popka's always going to be good, and and Brantley's flat held its own traditionally. Oh, yeah, they've got more the than their share of district championships and, yeah, and, and, and know, winning seasons. Right, and and you know they they've. I'd have to go back and look, and, and I will do that, but find out, you know, the, it's pretty close to 500. Oh, I'm sure it's right at 500, certainly. And, um, yeah, and that's the thing. They're a very quality program. Like, they've uh, – and, and, and another great thing about it, the, not now, but back in – you know, early – before, they were in one district, we're in another district, we're Orange County, they're Seminole County. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got all these – you know, those other little factors that made it, made a great rivalry. Anyway, I'm glad it's back. So we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk with Coach Eddie Sanders – with Steve Swartz and with John Perry on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's. We invite you to come on up and join us and do the same. Joe Ferraro's here. We're speaking with Apopka Athletic Director, Coach Eddie Sanders. Our celebrity guest for today, surprise celebrity guest, Steve Swartz is here. And old reliable John Perry's joining us as well. We got a great crew. I thought you had security. <laughs> I come up here and see Steve. I said, they must not have security up here. Well, I just drive down Main Street. I, 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 thought, saw maybe the van. New, I thought maybe he was the new AD. I thought <laughs> we were going to have breaking news here. The pride of Forrest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, it's great. It's always great to see Steve Swartz, and we appreciate all of your extraordinary support in, in so many different ways. And the same way with John as well. It's, um, well, guaranteed, you guys, when you guys br- broadcast a football game at Apopka, you will be fed up in the press box once again this year. <laughs> so you guys all set. Referees are ready to go. We got them set. So look, looking forward to y'all getting back up in the press box. Sideline uh, delivery. Uh. <laughs> I'm getting too old to go up 23 rows of stairs, John. Air conditioning? Trust me, me too. Any air conditioning yet? Uh, no, sir. We're just going to open the windows. <laughs> Back to Coach Eddie Sanders, and I'd like to have you talk about the the, the cards, um, the fundraising, because uh, you know Joe and I have we've gotten ours, and you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, I know uh, at least one Blue Dart is out there uh, hustling. Uh, you know, Blake uh, Burgett is out there hustling, and so he's uh, you know put the put the collar on Joe and I. And but anyway, you know, I know it's it's a wonderful uh, thing. It's a great resource for people that have the cards, and I'd love to have you talk about it. Absolutely. Once again this year, we have our um, kind of two types of um, athletic um, cards. We have the um, all-season pass, which is $50, and that will get the individual that's name on the card. It will get you into all regular season home Blue Darter games, so it's a great way to um, you know to support our student athletes and but kind of do it a little bit more affordable um, because think about it, if you go to the five football games at $6 each, that's $30. So now if you just go to a couple other events, you know, you've paid for your card right away. So, I mean, I try to encourage people to get them as soon as possible. We also do have a $70 card that that some people like. Um, The $70 card is the same thing as the season card, except now you get um, um, to sit in the middle section of the football stadium. So you can come in and you you sit in that kind of reserve section. And then also you get to um, have kind of parking. behind the scoreboard 
parking lot um, up near the north campus. Um, so that kind of helps you um, avoid some of the um, parking issues. So that's $70. So for an additional $20, you get kind of reserved section of the seating and the special parking for um, each of the football games. That's a deal. So... Um, we encourage, I mean, a lot of times um, I think parents don't take advantage of it enough for their students. You know, we have a lot of students that go to football games and they go to basketball games and then they go to softball and ba- baseball and football and, you know, just all the different games out there. And sometimes I'll see them go to multiple games in a single night. And it's $5 and $5 and $5. And all you have to do is a pass and plus it saves you from having to have um, cash on you all the time. So, um, you know, we're promoting them. We have them in the athletic office. And one thing that um, we have also is if you go on school pay, um, if you go on school pay, it'll give you access to the um, be able to pay online with your um, card and just print out the receipt, bring it into the athletic office. We've already had quite a few people do that. And um, we'll put your name on the card and out you, out you go real quick. And um, you got your season pass and ready before we even kick off the first event. It's a phenomenal value. It is. You know, we also do have sponsorships. If any business or wants to get involved in our sponsorship, just, you know, contact me um, probably with my email at edgar.sanders at ocps.net. Um, you know, we've got some, you know, sponsorships available for, you know, banners and things like that at, at football games or in the gym or baseball, softball. You know, we can, you know, kind of help put together whatever you want. And we've got some standard packages, but if you want to do something above and beyond, we're all, all for that also. That's great. We encourage all Apopka businesses to support Apopka High School and Apopka Blue Art Athletics. And it gives me a chance to say that people that support our program, our Blue Art Sports Central uh, program, and some of them uh, also um, you know, support Apopka High as well. And, of course, at Dr. Baptiste, Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics. Um, you know, once again, they'll be um, sponsors of our f- football broadcast. Yeah. And I know they do a lot of tremendous, great, great A tremendous work. sponsor. In I fact, mean, all our sponsors, um, Baptiste is you know, certainly one of our certainly one of our um, top sponsors and on the actually uh, on the 30th we'll be broadcasting from baptiste orthodontics blue daughter sports central so we're looking forward to that also uh, florida door solutions of course sponsors blue daughter sports central and all the programs you hear right here on 1520 wbzw and all of the sports broadcasts also dr patrick st germain st germain chiropractic and burnfatorlando.com and of course porkies now, um, I would like to talk about Roger. Let me let me yeah. throw in real quick. There's one other card, the darter card, as they right, call that, it. That's the one that I, I was talking about. Yeah, actually, I, and, and so you know, it's ten bucks that football players are selling them, and uh, I bought two for my wife and I, and had uh, a friend who wanted two, uh, and, and got two for them as well. So, you know, actually had four, and and uh, and. So anyway, bottom line is it's uh, you know a great thing, and then you, you get if you actually use it. I mean, if you want to just support the team, buy a bunch of them. But if you want to use it, you know you get it's easy to get your money's worth out of it uh, in a heartbeat. And it's also got the schedule on it, which is a great resource for me. You know, that's schedule that's a good pocket. point. That's a good point. Um, now I'd like to talk about some of the the players, and I'll go to John first. You know, and I know uh, Coach D. You, and a lot of coaches don't really like to talk about individual players. I know it's, it's from a, as a former coach myself, I, 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 I totally agree with that. You don't want guys getting a big head or you don't want to elevate certain players over other players. But, yeah, the fans want to hear about about the good, you know, the, the big-time players. And we, we have some of them. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I'd like to have you share. You know, who, who are some guys that we should that we should you know, keep an eye on and, well, and, 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 and we'll, we'll catch our attention? Real quick, you know, that's why in the few times that Apopka's been on one of the ESPN channels, it's because of, of individual players, and, and they look for recruiting rankings, all that type of stuff. Anyway, uh, this year, obviously, you have to look on the defense, and the first one there is Jalen Carter. Uh, he's a Georgia commit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> he, 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 he's a game changer, and he was at the at the, uh, at the spring, major, major the spring jamboree, uh, recruited by just everybody, uh, one of the top defensive linemen in the in the nation, high school wise, and and you know he's uh, like I say he's committed to Georgia. And, uh, you know, the one thing uh, in the consistency is, is the same with with uh, Jeff and Rick and, and all that uh, is you you put it you, when you commit. It's it's a it's a commitment. It's not just a oh I'm, I'm that's pretty sure where I want to go. No, I mean, things can change and life can change. But unless there's a major change, uh, Jalen Carter will stay with with Georgia. Um, you know, there's obviously on the defensive line, uh, you've got some Micah Riley, Curtis Spivey. You've got a couple other guys uh and, and, you know, um, at the linebacker spot, Josiah Robinson. Uh, Started as a freshman. Yeah, so he's a sophomore now, leads the way. Uh, in the in the defensive backfield, Anthony Fieldings is a, now a senior, He's a, but he's a four-year starter. Uh, a lot of experience there. Nakai Martinez, who had that uh, uh, game-winning interception against Oviedo in the first playoff game last year. He started uh, as a freshman. He was a freshman last year and, and, and is a sophomore now. So, uh, and offensively, uh, you know, the, the talent tends to be on the skill positions you know Jaquan Loman has, has moved over from defense he'll play some defense probably uh, but he's he's running at quarterback as is Joey McCann who's a, a sophomore transfer from West Orange of all places so um, you know up front uh, we'll see how Calvin Coziel and, and Brandon not Brandon <laughs> Antonio Merriweather uh, lead the way uh, they're expected to lead the way there's been some physical issues there with both of them uh, we'll see how that goes um, you know next Saturday at, in Miami but uh, you know there's there's others who are, are working their way in you know Akeem Brown returns as a run, he'll probably be the, the, the running back. yes exactly uh, you know a couple of other guys uh, you know Popka's got a, a new tight end and and you know if fans who may have seen Wakiva play will remember him tall uh, Jalen Williams uh, is 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 back out of Popke spent his freshman year here and spent two years over at uh, Wakiva now he's back so you know it's it's a lot of good players on on both sides of the ball and and uh, really looking forward to seeing uh, how it all meshes uh, especially offensively well once it gets started we'll hear all the action every Friday night right here on 1520 WBZW with Joe and I and, of course, before then, we travel down to Miami a week from tomorrow, as we heard about. Game time has been switched to 4 p.m. in Miami versus Miami Booker T. Washington. And then tomorrow, if you want to go over to Lake Howell football field at Lake Howell High School, we scrimmage Oviedo starting at 1045 a.m. Well, Coach Sanders, thanks for joining us. Thank Steve, you. always great to see you. Thank you, John. We're going to head on over and get our lunch. Our weekend started just right with lunch at Porky's. Come on over and join us. Have a great weekend. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.